it ain't so simple. It ain't so simple. It ain't so simple. I got a love for I got a love for the fuse. I got a love for Alright. Local scene podcast. I'm here today with my boy Taj Keaton. Ow. We're in Atlanta. We're out of Ohio right now, so this is a little uncharted territory for me. This dude just dropped an album, what was it, a week ago? Yeah, about a week ago. Yeah, that Sarf album, bro. Your music is not like, it's an experience, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, from front to back, it's an ex- experience, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta be in the moment, be in the, like, mindset to really yeah. listen and to, like, go through a journey. Yeah, I really wanted it to be an experience. I, I wanted to feel like South Atlanta Rage Fest, like, that title just came from I was like if my life was a movie what would it be called and like how would it go and basically I just tried to make it might sound corny but the soundtrack to my life type shit and I I wanted it to feel pretty cohesive I wanted them all the feelings for it to feel uh, like how I was feeling in the moment like I just wanted to recreate certain emotions and shit I'm not gonna lie to you what do I have right here on my notes Whole album cohesive. <laughs> I literally have that word in my notes, bro. Because it is, bro. It is. And from front to back, that thing plays so well. And that's that was a, a big thing with this project. Like, my last project, all the songs were, like, all over the place and shit. So I was just, I was like, I really want this to be, like, a like a ride. Like, if I want, if I, if I, I'm stuttering, like, fuck. If I was to listen to somebody else's album, how long I would want it to be, and like I would want it to be like the perfect car ride. Albums like, like thirty minutes and some change, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is like the perfect ride. It was like I listened to it. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. Exactly. You know what I mean? It was. It's like a trip. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, bro, that's <laughs> that's crazy. This is blowing my mind. Okay, so when I wrote down the idea for the album and shit, like basically the concept for it was like. Cause I, I did I didn't start like experimenting with drugs at all until I got out of high school. Right. And like really, right before I got to college, I just started smoking weed. Right. And I was like, so let me look at my life from the point of view like if I was high all the time, but like just understanding my experiences while being that way. So I just I wanted it to feel like a full trip of like my life, almost like a. I wanted the album to feel like a flashback almost. Right, yeah, yeah. And like, because uh, I did Mushrooms for the first time like <laughs> a, a, a couple months ago or some shit, right before uh, I was really wrapping up the album. And I didn't have an order or anything, but I I'd had the concept together. I knew what the songs meant, what they meant in the sections. But like, uh, the concept really came together as I was like just thinking about, I, I just want this to be a a trip through my life right like, yeah, like, yeah like if you were to take acid you had to see my yes, life yes yes no but Type seriously shit, yeah. though I understand what you're saying yeah, like, yeah. it's, I feel like, it's I'm literally rambling. like that it's literally <laughs> like that like if that's what you're going for you achieve that I, I went through a lot like while making this album and shit like I went through a fuck ton and like I literally just reflected that through every song like if you listen to Brick Wall, Punch, Sarf, those are like angry songs. Like, yeah. it's a lot of songs like from situations. Like, for example, I had this one situation where like, it's this guy who I was really trying to sign to, right? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, 
it just didn't work out. And he was like sleeping on me so hard. Like I'm right. like, bro, like I got these songs. Trust me. And that's where Brick Wall came from. Like uh, that came from like a part of me just like being like, I feel so fucking left out. Like that wasn't just from that situation, but that situation reminded me like I just feel left out of everything. Slept on. And I, I feel like I feel like everything is going like it's passing me by right now. Yeah. And I was just like, man, like, I need to wake up out of that mentality, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I, just, I just need to, like, be able to prove myself to these niggas over again type shit. I, I woke up. You sing, you rap, you scream. Like, seriously, <laughs> you do it all in that album. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, I, I, I try to be diverse while so trying to keep it cohesive. Yeah. I, I just don't like shit sounding the same. Like mm-hmm. and I I was doing a lot of research before I did this album and I I studied my last projects and shit. My last project was just like I I could not get it cohesive. It was like it was just me having fun and trying shit. And I felt like I needed to do that album in order to like really understand where I wanted to go with my sound. And I finally found that and right, I right. feel like I I got it right this time. And I love the album. Like I wouldn't change a thing about oh. it. So where do you think you fit in the scene? Because Atlanta's got a really good like indie scene with like Tom the Mailman. That's my boy. Uh, Jelani Mani, who's That's on your thing. Jazz yeah. Ingram. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? I so jazz, I the indie scene in Atlanta is actually really good. <laughs> but also you got an underground sound too. You know what I mean? Like that underground feel. And your lyrics are very like kind of can relate to the underground too. So like where do you feel like you fit if you had to put yourself in a box? I was having this conversation the other day uh, with some close family friends, and they were like, "I want." This was actually the day before the album dropped. I was like, playing it for them, and they were like, "So, what's the genre for it?" And I was like, right. "I don't fucking know." Like, <laughs> and that—that's like, okay though. That's yeah, literally like, okay. I don't mind that. I just like the way I see it. I'm just letting it be its own thing. Like, right. and yeah. as far as like genres and boxes and where I think I fit, like, uh, not trying to be like arrogant or anything but it's just like not being concerned about where I fit mm-hmm. but just like how comfortable I am with my music you know and yeah. I, I feel like I finally got to a place where I'm like genuinely comfortable with my music and it's just the, the album I've always wanted to make like I listen to a lot of music and this album was just like what I always wanted to create like my whole life so right, right. I feel like I've been trying to make this album since I started making music yeah. what was that listening party like man like Cause you it, got music that people can like mosh to too. You know what I mean? It, we it's had we had a COVID, situation. We had a situation COVID. at the release party where niggas started, and I was like, wait, wait, like <laughs> we can't be doing this. Like because right I, I was jumping around, and other niggas started jumping around. I was like, wait, <laughs> hold up. I definitely like making music that I can perform to. Like mm-hmm. when I when I like make my songs, when I listen to the beat and shit. I'm gonna be honest. I'll dance around in the bathroom, like, and just vibe out to it. So many people do that, bro. Just to kind of understand, like, what it is and what I want to rap about and shit. Mm. And even after the song's done, I'll, like, I might stand in my room in the fucking mirror and just dance around and shit, trying to, like, just figure out how it feels. And, like, all these songs are for specific times during performances, like, Brick Wall, I want niggas to fucking fight in the fucking mosh pit. Yeah. And then songs yeah. like Kiwi Future, I want niggas to, like, just vibe out, like, smoke some weed type yep. shit. Yep, And it's just all for, like, different situations, different experiences, but also, like, you could play it whenever and just you can live your life to this shit. Exactly, yeah. Who, who like, inspires you to make the music that you do? I mean, Tyler's been, like, one of my 
biggest influences since I started music, since like I really got into music, period. Like my real intro to like rap was Kanye, Tyler, Travis, Pharrell. Okay. Goddamn. And like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So like when I was really getting into music, I was, when I was younger, I was in like wrestling and shit. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't into rap so heavy. And then around like middle school and shit, like uh, I really got into like Tyler. Like I, I went back, I did all my research on Kanye, but I've been listening to Kanye my whole life, just not not paying attention as much. Right. And like, uh, but as far as inspiration, like I listen to a lot of like King Cruel, Yay, Cuddy, Tyler, Travis. Kid Cuddy, Ohio. Like, That's what I'm talking about. Bruh, I fucking love that man. Like, Kid Cuddy. If I met him, I would cry. Really? For I real? I love Kid Cuddy. He's so like much, a hero bro. in Ohio. He, bro. It, bro, he's like, a hero everyone, to me. Like, yeah. But uh, I just listen to the. Oh, Gambino. Gambino for sure. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of Paramore, Cherry Glazer. Okay, okay. Uh, But I feel like with them. It's just the common thing is just like quality and feeling like they know how to make songs like feel like a certain way. Like it directly reflects a certain emotion. Exactly. And I was like, if I take anything from these artists, it's going to be that I can make some quality music and like make that shit stick. Like, I feel like even if right now it doesn't have a fucking million streams, like in 20 years, you could go back and listen to the shit like, whoa. I was gonna say something about your beats too, because your beat selection is crazy. Like, it's bruh, absolutely crazy. I have a team of niggas. They're all young from different countries, bro. They are fucking geniuses. Shout out Andre. That's my main guy, my nigga. Like, he worked with me through this whole album. Uplink. Right. He worked with me through the whole album. NB Wave, bro. Like, that nigga's a genius, bro. These kids are just geniuses. Yeah. And like uh, Anthony Deluxe too. Like, he's been on every album that I've done. And. uh I locked in with all those niggas, and they were just like, yo, like, I met them all through YouTube, and they're, they're starting to leave YouTube and whatnot now. Right, like, they're getting right. in that process of just, like, taking their music seriously and shit. Right, yeah. So, I was just like, yo, if y'all niggas trust me, like, we can make one of the greatest albums. And, like, they were just like, we, we got you, my nigga. And I, I trust those guys with my live type That's shit. That's like, awesome, dude. They, they become really like my awesome. family, for real. Like, I talk to those niggas every single day. That's awesome. So, yeah, and I was just like, if I'm going to make a good album, like, I need niggas I could just frequently talk to and who get the idea, so. Local Scene Podcast. You got to follow this dude at... Taj mother well it's not Taj motherfucking Keaton it's just Taj Keaton <laughs> Taj Keaton follow him at Taj Keaton listen to the Sarf album I eat your cheese for dinner nigga don't talk about nothing we out yeah yeah I was real nice on that last year but fuck nigga that's it don't tell me calm down when you ain't come from gush I see your wit when it's dark out them demons come to see me and it's clear I'm a guy now cause I can make a monster